Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. A win is a win is a win is a win. Ugly, beautiful. It's the NFL. If if you come away with a W on the NFL Sunday or a Thursday or a Monday, I guess, or hey, next two weeks Saturday, a, a W is a W on the schedule. So the Browns they look good in the first half, they struggle in the second half, but they beat the Ravens and AFC North. And at that, an AFC North win is even bigger. So beating the Ravens is always fun, no matter how ugly it seems at times. We're back with another edition of the WFMY podcast. Browns Instant Insights. I'm your host, Josh Poloha, with Joe Gilbert, as usual. We're live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Man, it, it seems like I haven't done this in weeks. It's only been two weeks, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, Joe, you were at the game. First off, how are those boos? Literally a minute and a half into the game after the Browns oh, went three gosh. and out. And secondly, just how was the game overall considering the Browns had you would have thought that they had it locked up at halftime, and then the second half became what the second half was. Yeah, yeah, there was definitely. Uh, I just it was it was rough. Like the, just the first what series actually, it was I couldn't believe the people just. <laughs> you could tell it was just pent up from two weeks of not playing football. They were just first annoyed. off, <laughs> it's Browns fans. You can't right. you can believe it, but continue right. I it was I I actually it, it just seemed like it was like a bunch of just like Twitter people just came to the game today. Wow! notions. Wow! I that I just, is basically literally the description of that just makes it sound like it was a miserable experience at the Browns game today. At the at the first two uh, series, but uh, the second, the first half was really fun. Actually, <laughs> once it, once it got going and uh, the team was playing well, they it, it was uh, it was fun. And then obviously the second half kind of got. All right, we'll get back to be on topic quick. But I just thought of something. How long would you be able to last at a Browns game if all the other seats were filled with Browns Twitter? <laughs> If I could sit next to like Jake Burns, I'll be all right. Okay, no, Jake Brown, Jake Burns isn't Brown. When I say Brown Twitter, I mean Brown Twitter. Oh, um, I would probably not have season tickets. I though. think, yeah, I think I'd literally just go to the nearest door and just pound my head against the door <laughs> until they force me to leave the game. All right, but back to the. I, said, okay. I don't want to be negative, but you saying yeah. that it's, it seemed like it was Brown Twitter, I was like. That's a yep. horrible description. The yep. Browns won 24-22 in a game that like, I don't even know. The halftime score, I don't even know what the halftime score is. I guess I should have known that. 24-6 at halftime. Lamar Jackson's out the entire second half after JOK. I I saw that come out, come, out, come across too. Someone said that it was d- a dirty play by JOK. It's football. What do you it expect? <laughs> like, go cheer for the nearest flag football team then. Because that's not that was literally a football play. Yeah, yeah. And speaking yeah. of JOK, 
he played another another superb game. Yeah. It's crazy how good he is like Lamar Jackson's worst nightmare. Seriously. Yeah, he really is. It's uh yeah, it's it's amazing just seeing him flying out there. Um I thought yeah, the defense was really freaking good. Um they won the game for the Browns. Um they obviously it, it was it was kind of it was kind of a weird game for them. Um they just made a lot of weird dumb things but they played overall they please played. please please put that on a shirt please please <laughs> gb art if you're listening the browns did a lot of weird dumb things but they got the w put it on the near shirt continue <laughs> but yeah it was it was uh like their one series where it was they converted a fourth down like they never expected that to happen then they, it was just that dr- whole drive was just like they weren't ready. I don't know what the heck they were doing. Are you talking um, about the drive where Mark Andrews was, a, was wide open twice in a row? Yeah. Uh, yes. It's yes. crazy how like the Browns can have like a different defensive coordinator, 11 different players on the defense, <laughs> but they will always leave the opposing tight end wide open. <laughs> it's amazing. And especially when you have. A tight end killer like uh, like JOK, he can cover that tight end, and he's still it's still wide open. And it's not it's like the, Mark Andrews is literally not only one of the best tight ends in the league, but he's literally their best, Baltimore's one. best and, receiver. Yeah. He had eleven receptions for one hundred fifteen yards and two touchdowns today, and they left him wide open at multiple <laughs> times. Yeah, on numerous chances. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that was a little rough, but overall, I I, I can't really. I can't really complain about how the defense played. They're 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 really stepping up. They're becoming the unit that we we hoped that they could be with all that potential of talent they had. And uh, they the stars came out today. The Miles Garrett had the, obviously the strip sack and touchdown. Denzel Ward had a great game. He had that uh, finishing uh, tackle today. Um, I thought John Johnson was good too. Um, and then the linebackers, Jacob uh, Phillips, for his first game, had a solid game. Um, and then we besides that had... one dumb penalty, yeah, right, true. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not and stop that... being negative. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be negative. <laughs> and that I'm was the, that the was the funny, That's the thing that they still got to keep doing. They're still they're still doing these kind of dumb mistakes that are hurting them at times. But overall, their performance wise, talent they played well, um, and JOK was just fantastic. Um, the pass rush pretty much dominated the game. Um, they uh, tack tack McKinley was great. Uh, Clowney was great, and obviously Miles was always great. So, yeah, it was a it was a great. Performance. Obviously, Miles is always great. I love that too. <laughs> yeah, they put that on a shirt. Obviously, <laughs> Miles is always great. Yeah. Before you continue, uh, though, Miles Garrett on the one you, play strip sack, forced <laughs> fumble, fumble recovery, touchdown. And that stack was the a franchise record for his 15th. It was a single-season yeah. franchise record. I mean, you couldn't have drawn that up any better. I, yep. I know uh, TJ Watt is up there for Defensive Player of the Year. I know Micah Parsons with the Cowboys, the rookie. He dominated today. He's up there for Defensive Player of the Year. But Miles Garrett has to be in the driver's seat, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the people that complain about, oh, he doesn't ever have like that tj watt kind of like splash play there well there it is <laughs> he just he just strip sacked and then took the ball for the end zone that was that was a great play and obviously it was a deciding factor it turned out to be um 
Yeah, it was a uh, it was a great great day for the defense, and uh, it's it's becoming it's really becoming a strength. It's becoming the the more the most consistent part of this team now, which I had that's no not, idea. That's not saying much. <laughs> that is not saying yeah. much, though. But I also had no idea I was going to be saying that. <laughs> is it be, is the defense becoming a strength because they're getting better, or is it because the offense is getting worse? Honestly, oh. I mean, this is an honest question. <laughs> Uh, I think they're they're getting better. They're they're doing they're doing less. You're not seeing as much uh, communication issues. Um, they're they're just playing better as a unit. And uh, I have to give credit to Joe Woods. Joe Woods has played coach better and uh, gotten these guys going. Uh, a lot lot less uh, mental mistakes, so that's good. And uh, they're becoming more consistent. Besides that, that it's been weird. If you take out that uh, New England game where they just look like they were just Swiss cheese. They've been playing really well over the past month or month or two now. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's good to see that the defense, because they're going to need it the rest of the way. If they want to get in the playoffs, this defense has to be a top-five defense. <laughs> it's, we're, we're at that point. Like, after after watching that offense, uh, it's yeah, it's going to be a top-five defense uh, in order for the Browns to get in the playoffs. One more thing on the defense. Denzel Ward, I know I tweeted during the game. There were a lot of questions of if he should get an extension simply because of his injuries. But I think at this point, you can't say, what if he gets injured again? When he's on the field, he's one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. Pay the man. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely, he shows up every time, almost every time uh, he's on the field. And he, and he makes he makes impact plays. We saw him multiple times today, big hits. Um, and it doesn't even have to be like interceptions. He's so good at tackling and and just affecting that in that area. Um, so it, it's just uh, he's a he's kind of a more complete back cornerback uh, than uh, a lot of guys in the league. So it's uh, yeah, I would uh, definitely definitely sign, <laughs> look to extend him this off season. All right. And we will have uh, more money now. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but <laughs> because there's no way this will be a good way to uh, transition here because there's no way in hell they're extending Baker right now. Thank you for including that right now. Because if you said <laughs> no way they're extending Baker, I might have just ended the podcast. <laughs> right now, yeah. It frees up money this offseason, as I say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right, though. It's just like OBJ, getting rid of OBJ kind of freed up a little bit of money. But so I guess we have to talk about the offense, unfortunately. First half, they look good besides yeah. that first series. They didn't look well, they didn't look bad. They put up what, like how many points did I say in the first half? 24 be... points in the, in the first half. I'll take that in any half. Well, ever 17. For the Browns. 17. Huh? Because Miles. No, 10 14. and 14. Oh, okay. Yeah, I apologize. Seven. Uh, still, I'll take that. I'll take seventeen yeah. points and a half. Absolutely. Seventeen and seventeen is thirty-four. <laughs> so, wow, yeah. Joe, math expert. <laughs> Thank you. Say Mason's <laughs> education right there. Oh my! <laughs> I won't even say anything. But Baker Mayfield, he he had an up and down game. You might as well. His nickname might as well just be like the roller coaster. Sometimes he looks really good. Sometimes he looks like he shouldn't be in the NFL. It's like, he, injury or not, he had two weeks to rest. 
Kevin Stefanski and the offense had two, no, actually three weeks to game plan for one team. That never, I couldn't tell you the last time that happened. They had the Ravens two weeks ago, a bye, and then the Ravens again. So they had three weeks to prepare for the Ravens. But, and I guess, I mean, Nick Chubb, he hasn't looked like himself. I think part of that, he had 17 carries for 59 yards today. Part of that is because, once again, just like two weeks ago, Baltimore focused on the run. They were going to make Baker Mayfield beat him over the top, which is understandable. I did the same exact then. But Nick Chubb hasn't looked like himself. Kareem Hunt going out with an injury isn't ideal whatsoever because Kareem Hunt offers you that different pace type running back. And even as a pass catcher, he does a lot of things too. But like, unless, like you said a few minutes ago, unless the defense is like out there making plays in the top five defense, I don't know if I can trust this offense whatsoever. Yeah, right now you can't, and uh, I don't know if that's changing. Um, this, I think, this game pretty much epitomized what Baker is right now. He's so inconsistent. One play, one drive, you'll see him just be on on point, accurate as heck. And then on the very next play, he threw just a terrible interception. He should have had two interceptions in that first half. It's just. Um, it's it's tough to rely on a guy like that, and it's 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 really killing the offense because the run game just can't do anything because there's there's seven eight guys in the box constantly, and they they even when it, it kind of showed how how much respect how little respect the the passing game is they they played well the passing game played well in the first half the Ravens did not change what they did. They kept they kept loading the box and they figured out hey Baker can't do this a whole game the passing game can't do this a whole game and they're gonna still shut down the run game and uh, it's gonna be a recipe for the rest of the league I, I I'm not sure I don't I don't know it, it's gonna be it's the run game can't get us out of this it's gonna be have to be the run it has to be Baker and the and pass game. Um, we saw it in the first first half, probably uh, maybe the first half of the first half, <laughs> where they scored all the points. Um, they executed the play calls. It, it looks good. Like the 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 when the offense is running, they they were able to get beat the defense through the air and right, and then it, it just stopped because they stopped ex- executing. So anybody who wants to blame the play calling you i you can watch that first half and just say it's not it's it's not the play calling it's the execution and it's the quarterback and uh i don't want to be so negative about this but it's just it's just rough right now the offense is just not good enough and and bakers is not good enough and it's he said he played um he's the healthiest he's been since week two it's still that doesn't give me any souls because uh, he played he he played inconsistent again. He he looked like the same quarterback we've seen the last I don't know how many games now ten. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it wasn't it wasn't a good performance. Uh, it was a good performance for like a quarter and a half maybe, but um, for a whole game it was uh, not good enough and. I don't know how you get out of it. I really don't. I don't. Yeah, I, part of it. Well, the majority of the problem is definitely Baker. 
whether it's his injury or just him being inconsistent and going back to his bad tendencies that he had during the Freddie Kitchens times. But I think another big thing is that they don't have a deep ball threat. I mean, Donovan Peoples-Jones is kind of like a deep ball guy, but they don't have like that speed threat that... I mean, even... True. I'm not going to say that they need OBJ back because he... We won't go into that, but OBJ at least provided that speed where the where the opposing defense was like, well, maybe he'll beat us over the top. I don't think, especially with the Ravens, and they were without like three cornerbacks today, they were never afraid of getting beat over the top. That's true. So yeah. if you're not afraid of getting beat over the top, you're going to apply pressure inside like the 10 yards in that little rectangle, and yeah. that's why I think Nick Chubb's struggling right now. I mean, everyone's yeah. saying that Nick Chubb – it's Nick Chubb's playing bad, but I think it's mainly on the fact that the Browns are outnumbered in the box. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, even the best running backs in the NFL aren't going to be able to do much of anything if that's the case. Right. If you got five, if you have five linemen and eight guys to block, you're not going to win. It's just – Math you're, checks you're, out there. Math <laughs> checks out. Yeah. You're just going to have to hope that Chubb can break, what, multiple tackles to get anything pulled off, and it's just not sustainable. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to. I want to say the receivers are not good enough right now either, and that's definitely a, that's definitely a part of it. Um, DPJ, I think, is really good. It can be really good. Um, I, I don't think he's a number one, which is sort of what we're kind of making him be. Um, Jarvis Landry is a good slot receiver. Um, he's not a playmaker. He's not going to go win it for you. Um, and then that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the receivers. That's the receiving core. I think that I think the point you said, the receivers aren't good enough. I think the point you're trying to make is that they're in a spot. That's not like, so say Donovan people's Jones is a wide receiver, two or three on a really good team. Jarvis Landry is a slot receiver on a really good team right now. They are considered, wide receivers one and two on this team. So I think they're in a spot where they're yeah they're going to have a hard up. time succeeding rather than yeah. them playing bad, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, they're pushed up on the depth chart for need because that's all we got. And they would be like, that's what, that's, <laughs> it's going to be right on the top of the list with quarterback. Um, it's going to be uh, finding a number one receiver and that's going to be probably the draft. Um, Joe Gilbert or, talks NFL draft after Browns beat the Ravens, my column. <laughs> One of those Ohio State receivers would be nice. but um, Oh, yeah. <laughs> especially that Garrett Wilson. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's definitely going to be one of the top of the list of uh, needs. Um, and they need help there because uh, there's it's two receivers right now. It's pretty much two receivers. Higgins is a no-show. I don't even know. Like what's going on with him? Was he, he a hell? He, he was played. he in active today? Oh, he yeah, played. No, he played. See, I it wasn't really paying attention. I All right, saw him so on the field and he didn't do anything. No. We always had those Rashard Higgins lovers, and they're like, "Oh yeah. man, he is Baker Mayfield's like go-to guy." This is now the third coaching staff, right? <laughs> Yeah. Freddie Kitchens, Greg Williams, uh, third head coach, I guess you could say, yeah. and now Kevin Stefanski, that he has been in the doghouse. I think it's time to move on and say that something's yeah. wrong with Rashard Higgins. Right. Yeah. And uh, it obviously was not helpful that uh, our two probably best um, 
playmaker, maybe deep threats in the in at tight end were out. Um, Harrison Bryan and obviously David Njoku. How how much is this <laughs> okay. offense struggling? Joe Gilbert just used tight end and deep threat in the same <laughs> sentence. They're pretty much like, <laughs> like right now, if you want to say it's those, it's those two, and then DPJ is are the only three deep threats, and that's not a great sign. If anyone, yeah, if anyone has any questions about the Browns wide receivers, <laughs> Joe is not saying that the Browns' biggest deep threat, literally and figuratively, is David and Joku, who's a tight end. All right, continue. Yeah. Uh, sign that guy too, by the way. But we'll get. Who? We'll get oh, there. David Ojoku. Yes, 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 yes. Please, yes. please, please, please. So, please. Um, so I yeah, mean, that's but, the, but if he's the biggest deep threat, should he be paid as a wide receiver? <laughs> Stop giving the agent ideas here, man. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, right, that's I'm that's sorry. where we're at. That's where we're at with these basket the pass catchers. They're. Uh, it's just void of uh, playmakers and, and just big time threats and people are put in position that they're not, they're not really cut out to be. And uh, it's not helping the quarterback. Um, yeah. It's just not great. <laughs> I mean, injuries have obviously been a problem for this offense quarterback mm-hmm. running back cream hunt. He's going to MRI tomorrow on his ankle. Who knows how long he'll be out. Hopefully not long, if at all. Nick Chubb's healthy. The offensive line, bunch of injuries. We know that. My receiver, bunch of injuries. But still, I mean, it's the NFL. No one cares about how injured you are. We're not gonna. We're not gonna look, talk look about at, how injured the Baltimore Ravens were today. Right, we're look at the other team. They won. Yeah. <laughs> like if any, that's why I. I don't even like. I'm done with anybody who wants to make excuses because of injury. I'll, all I have to do is just point to that other team. Joe, <laughs> they're, they're all I have to do is just point. It's the Browns Twitter because I know that's what you're referencing right now. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just like they had the, today. They had no secondary. They had their quarterback out for more than a half, and their and, fourth best running back. And the fourth, right? <laughs> they have third down the fourth best running back, and they somehow were two points from winning that game. So three points. Um, so it's just. Yeah, I don't want to hear it anymore. I, I, I'm a little tired of it. I'm tired of Baker. The people making excuses for Baker because he's hurt. Obviously, that's affecting him, but it's not the whole thing. He's missing that that throw in the in the first half. The interception was not his arm. Nothing like that. It was just a bad throw. He made a miscommunication. It was on him. Um, it, it's just. And I'm I, we're done with excuses. <laughs> I'm I'm just tired of excuses. Like the play calling, we're not making excuses for that. He, it's not the problem. It's execution, and uh, that's begins and ends with quarterback and in the passing game. So I'm just looking at the NFL scores. The Browns. <laughs> all right, let's take a step back, Browns fans, all of yes. us, myself included. Yes, the Browns are seven and six. They still have a shot to make the playoffs. 36%, I think, now, or something like that. So you're telling me there's a chance. There's a chance. But looking at the NFL scoreboard, can we all just appreciate the fact that the Browns aren't the same old Browns anymore? That is The true. Detroit Lions are bad. Yes. The New York Giants are bad. The Jacksonville the Jaguars, <laughs> the, I haven't gotten to address it. Jacksonville, 
Talk about a freaking mess. Jacksonville the, Urban Meyer. They're the new Browns. Like, <laughs> they're the new Browns. <laughs> yeah. Really and then you have the Jets. Like, yes, I'm saying that at least they're not the worst in the NFL. Right. But let's take a step back and just, I mean, the Browns are, you could say the Browns are having a bad season right now, and they're still seven and six. Right. And that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And that's culture, and that's the and that's the front the the structure that they built. Kevin Stefanski, Andrew Barry. That's why I just love the like. We're seven six, man, and we're. It's been a really like, if if the if the talent like played like this in in previous regimes, I don't think we would be even close to what the record would be right now. Um, all the yeah. problems, and we're seven and six. It's it's pretty it's pretty impressive. Um, so there's definitely hope. But I really, there's still hope, and uh, the Bengals are down right now. They're losing to San Francisco. The 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 playoffs are well well in reach. Uh, good good transition because I was just bringing the playoffs. So I have the NFL standings up. The Browns are seven and six. They are currently tied for eighth. But uh, the Colts, who are on a bye this week, are also seven and six. But they have the tiebreaker because they have a better conference record. They are six mm-hmm. and three in the conference. Browns are four and five. The Bills. Who are currently playing the Buccaneers right now? I'm not sure of the score. Getting run are off the, the field, are they? So <laughs> yeah. the Bills will also be seven and six. Mm-hmm. Bengals, not sure of their score. Down eleven. You, all right. So the <laughs> Bengals, if they lose, they will also be seven and six. So there will be four seven and six. Actually, no. The Broncos are winning or are going to win. There will be five seven and six teams. Baltimore is eight and five. And then you have Kansas City, Tennessee, and New England all at nine and four. I don't know the scores right now. Uh, although no, that'd be like all the games. So yeah. they are tied. They are literally tied for the fifth seed, right? Yeah. yeah. No, the sixth yeah. seed. My bad. The sixth seed because the Chargers are going to win. I think so. The Chargers will be the fifth seed at eight and five. So just like take a step back. I know. I know. Especially I, because I again, they have the Raiders next week. The Raider, Raiders, if you say the Browns are struggling lately, go look at the Raiders. Yeah. Ever since yeah. John Gruden went out, that debacle, <laughs> Darren Waller's, oh man, I hope Darren Waller. Not, I'll never wish an injury on someone, but he's been out. If yeah. Mark Andrews is lighting up the Browns defense, <laughs> Darren Waller, oh man. <laughs> but if I he's out, that. I mean, the Browns will be favored next week. So if the Browns mm-hmm. win next week, they're eight and six. And I mean, if two out of those five other seven and six teams lose, they're in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, so, that, like I said earlier, just take a step back and just like right. it's easy. I know I've been complaining. You guys are probably like, "Well, you take a step back too." It's easy to complain, mm-hmm. but the Browns are seven and six, and they basically control their own destiny. Oh, they definitely do. Yeah, they definitely do. And uh, the win, the win. This one was pretty much. I, I kind of wrote before it, it, this game this week was pretty much the season I thought, and and they took care of business. They it was harder than it should have been, but they got it done. So they move on, and the season is well in the reach still. With all the all the trouble, all the talk, all the kind of crap that's surrounded today uh, this season, they could still make the the playoffs, and they can make they can win the division. And that's what we wanted at the beginning of the year. I it's just it's amazing how how we're still in this position, and we are. And uh, they have four. the The Packers game is going to be 
incredibly hard to win. It's going to be, it's on the road. I'm just, a, I mean, yeah, on the road, yeah. in, not only on the road, but in Green Bay on Christmas. Yeah, it's that one's that one's probably the one that I'm like, I, I don't know if they have a, not that they not have a chance, but they have the the the, the littlest chance to win that one compared to the other ones. All the other ones are well in the reach. They're playing the Raiders. They they be, will likely yeah I was well yeah you're they will yeah. likely be favored in three of the final four games. Raiders yeah. yes. Raiders. At Packers they'll be underdogs. Yeah. At Steelers they'll likely be favored, and home against yeah. the Bengals they'll be favored. Right. We win your the, favorite we... games. And I mean, if if you go three and one in Baltimore, I don't know what the second time. I, we won't talk about that. But if you go three and one the rest of the way, you are ten and seven. I mean, that's still mm-hmm. that shows you how bad the AFC North is. That the Browns go <laughs> ten and seven and have a chance to, to win the division. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. And uh, just and if you also, I, people are always saying that the the schedule's tough to end. Look at all the other people's schedule. Look at, if you want to see a, a hard schedule, go look at Baltimore's schedule. Go look so at the that, Cleveland Cavs schedule. Okay, right, that's true. The beginning of the schedule, yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a murderer's row for a lot of teams. So they're in the same position as every every other team. They have chances just like every other team. And uh, that gives me hope, and uh, I think I think we should be positive at, after this game. We got the we got the win, and and that's what we we wanted. I had no expectations for today coming in. I, I wrote and I, I didn't know what to expect coming out of the bye, and they they uh, they answered the bell at the beginning, and uh, they pulled it out, and that's all we could ask for. We we move on, and playoffs are still well in our reach, which is crazy. I mean, at seven six, they're literally a game behind the top spot in the AFC North. <laughs> Remember when the AFC North was considered to be one of the best divisions in football? My <laughs> yeah, goodness, what a downfall it's been! Boy, was I. I mean, wrong. yeah, they don't have like a bad team, but all four teams are average. <laughs> right. It, that's yeah. This is this team is just full of average teams. Like like every single one is probably the same same level of average. Like, like the Browns can look like one of the best teams in the NFL times yeah. or one of the worst. Same goes for the Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers, and Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. And it might, like, we don't talk about injury or, like, uh, just, like, health and uh, and just kind of luck almost. But it, it might turn out just this division might be decided by luck and, like, who's, who's standing. Like, if Baltimore just continues to – just fall apart health wise. I, I don't know how you can win without Lamar. And then you look at Pittsburgh. Um their defense is getting injured. TJ Watts injured and um and then you look at Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is hobbled a little bit. It, it's just it's a it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy ending. Um it's gonna be a fun ending hopefully. Um and uh We'll uh, we'll see how it how it ends, but uh, the as we we've been talking about this this team's got all the all the chances in the world to get this done, and uh, that's all we can expect it before the season. That's all we expected. Get get it in the playoffs. You have a chance to get in the playoffs, and we're still right there. Speaking of injured, I just uh, you talking about quarterback injuries made me think of it. If the weather in Green Bay is supposed to be bad on Christmas. I don't know. It's Green Bay. 
it could be like a foot of snow. It could be 50 like it in Ohio. I know in Ohio, Northeast Ohio, it's literally supposed to be 60 degrees this week, a week and a half before Christmas. Yep. Um, if the weather's cold or bad, Aaron Rodgers playing on a broken toe. And if you have Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney running after you and JLK and those guys, you're not going to be able to run around the pocket like Lamar Jackson and Huntley did today. Right. So that could that could be that could be a big time storyline if yeah. if if the weather is supposed. To, I think as a Browns fan, and considering we have a howl the quarterback, not much, not many threats at wide receiver, and hopefully two good running backs. Hopefully Nick Chubb's back, and you're going up against Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I know they have AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, but you want the worst weather possible in Green Bay on Christmas Day. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see if, like, I just I have so much uh, respect for the Baltimore coaching staff. I think they're one of the most probably the best well coached team in the league besides uh, New England, besides um, the Browns. Yeah, yeah, besides the Browns too. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if if teams will actually go with what Baltimore was doing. They they played five. They played with five line, down linemen pretty much for most of the game, and it'll be interesting to see if they do that or if, um, like we saw with the Lions, who just did not do that. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. We're literally talking about the Lions. Right. Literally, one yeah. of the worst teams in the NFL by far. Right. So let's but not. They didn't, when when like, we're watching yeah. film, let's not look at anything the Lions did compared to the Ravens. <laughs> Right, but it's going to be interesting. See if they if uh, it's a copycat league, but we'll see how how they uh, how they do if if defenses will uh, continue to load a box. I I would assume they would. They would be done if they wouldn't. But um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, We uh, we got the Raiders next week, and they have a they have a solid defense. It's a better defense than they had last year. So we'll see. We'll see what we got, but um, that's all we can ask for. And uh, I'm excited for next week uh, playing the Raiders, and then uh, and then we got Christmas. <laughs> I don't know what's more amazing: the fact that the Browns are in the playoff on at seven and six, or the fact that Christmas is literally 13 days away. And I haven't <laughs> bought a single present yet. <laughs> I am done. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, uh, also, uh, also a Cavs related. Um, Cavs oh, were in the house. Talk Cavs all the yes. time. Yes, obviously. Cavs were in the house today, and we got the win, so they're still uh, still on the win. Cavs season. is in who? All of them in the suite? Uh, most of them. Yeah, I saw Jared Allen, Evan Mobley. Uh, I think Acora was there. Um, yeah, it was it was quite a few few of them. They were in the suites, uh, so. Yeah, they're they they pulled out another win for us. Imagine if they weren't in the suite and you had to sit behind that group. I'd be so pissed. <laughs> What's that? What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm six six, and I like feel bad for whoever has to sit or stand behind me at like a concert or a game. I can only imagine seven footers, one with a big afro. <laughs> yeah, so it's like seven four in front of you. <laughs> um, but the Browns. So the Browns won twenty four twenty two today. Man, if Justin Tucker, oh my gosh! If the if speaking of Andy Janovich, I get why you're in the game because you're literally supposed to just go block someone on that onside kick. 
but like the whole point of the onside kick is to get the ball back. So you should at yeah. first look at where look the, ball's the ball is going to before right. you go to the player. Look for the ball. If they <laughs> imagine if Justin Tucker kicks like a 60 yard field goal to oh win that gosh. today. That oh my gosh, terrible. that would have been a disaster. At I, least it didn't I, happen. I fully oh, expected. I fully expected. I did too. And uh, for those Vegas boys like me, it's worth noting that the Browns are minus three today. Yep. <laughs> so that's fun. Twenty-four Vegas six always, at half, and they do not cover against a backup quarterback. Vegas always knows. Vegas always wins. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. if Lamar Jackson plays today. The outcome's probably different, yep. but injuries are injuries, as we know yep. as Browns fans. You deal yep. with them. They are what they are. The Browns still took care of business, and it, it's that simple. So right. 24-22, if they didn't cover, they're only a good team because good teams win, great teams cover. Like so the, the Browns are only a good team. Yeah, exactly, like the Cavs. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. It's, it's, so the yeah. Browns are 7-6. and six. They're going to be favored in three out of their final four games. The playoffs are... Control your own destiny. Yeah. If you want to make the playoffs, you control your own destiny if you're the Browns. Yeah. So this defense is looking really good. JLK, Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, and everyone else, they're looking really good. I'm yeah, I'm still I don't want to like wish away next weekend against Raiders, but I'm really excited to see how they do in Green Bay on Christmas Day. I'm like really excited yeah. for the defense for that. Yeah. Sadly, we we're not a team that can just look ahead. <laughs> We gotta True. look at every it's, single game. <laughs> we just have to come to uh, It's one week at a time, you guys. One week at a yeah. time. And especially with Vegas. Vegas is uh, they uh, they can beat anybody. They can lose to anybody. They've shown it this year. Las are, Vegas yeah. always win, wins, but the Raiders have been struggling lately. There's a big difference <laughs> between true. Las Vegas and the Raiders. Yeah, they're, it's, yeah, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be a tough test because they have a solid offense. Um, Derek Carr can make crazy throws and and then he can be he's sort of like uh baker mayfield on steroids almost sometimes <laughs> he can be he can be really good and then just really bad oh, i'm glad you explained that because i thought you yes. were like i was wondering where you're going with that baker mayfield on steroids <laughs> yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough matchup and uh we're at home so that's definitely uh we gotta be we gotta look at that win and uh It'll be it'll be good. We gotta get gotta get these win. The the green as we talked about, Green Bay is just gonna be the big tough one. So, like I just in my head, obviously the Browns will not have this in their head, but that's just the one that I'm gonna kind of mark off maybe as a loss right now. Just I'm not saying they're gonna lose, but it's the biggest tough. It's the toughest test. So that just puts were you about to say the biggest toughest because that would have been a perfect description of that green game of Green Bay. Biggest toughest, <laughs> but that's just going to be. It's just it just puts more pressure on these other four other uh, what now three games um, that they have to have to pull out, and uh, they definitely can because Vegas. I think they they're a better team than um, the Bengals. They beat already in Pittsburgh. I already have told you. I don't know how we lost that first one and. We better as hell win the second one. That's what stinks, though. You could say the same thing about the Ravens game two weeks ago. How do the Browns look? Like right. the Browns are seven and six right now. They should be nine and four. Oh, yeah. if the offense scores more than ten points, they're they're nine and four right now. And that's another thing. Like if you look at like how how just like the the culture has improved. 
Like, how many games have they really been blown out? Uh, two, I think. The Cardinals game and then the uh, Patriots game. Like, where they were just, like, not even – they didn't two, of the wor- two of the best teams in the league, by the way. Right. Yeah. And Which stinks. Man, saying right. the Patriots are the best team – one of the best teams in the league. Oh, I my know, gosh. But go on. Damn it. If, uh, like, seriously, if I see – if I have to see a Patriots-Tom Brady uh, Super Bowl, just shoot me, shoot me to the moon, man. <laughs> oh hopefully my the, gosh! Hopefully, there's a Bill Simmons on, on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> True, there's literally no other sports on Super Bowl Sunday, but I hope there's something. You know what? I'll be tuned into the Puppy Bowl, not the Super Bowl. <laughs> all the Browns fans, all every pretty much every non-Patriots or Tom Brady fan, let's all watch the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> I mean, yeah, imagine the storyline. That would be the most watched Super Bowl ever, by far. Probably, yeah. Hey. All right, let's just hope it does. We don't, not we don't have to worry. We're, we we're not, to worry about we're not it. gonna talk into existence because it's not gonna happen. It's gonna be Browns Tom Brady, okay? Let's do it. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. Save this clip yeah. from December twelfth, six twenty four PM Eastern time. Save it. <laughs> clip it. Yeah, clip it. So clip art Browns are seven and six. <laughs> clip art. Man, now we can talk about the Guardians. That was the perfect segue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> low blow. Oh, man. That was a low <laughs> blow, but it had to be said. Browns are 7 and 6. They just beat the Baltimore Ravens 24 22. It was ugly, but it could have gotten uglier. An ugly win, just like we've said at least one, one time earlier this season. I think it's been twice. Ugly wins still count as wins. That's mm-hmm. what's most important. So yeah, I mean, Raiders next week. It's a yeah, nice semi-short to, week. Yeah, it'll be a nice Saturday actually, at four. It's gonna be yeah, a weird four, Saturday at four thirty. That is so. It's gonna be weird. Yeah, and it, it'll be nice to actually see a different team. This <laughs> a different team on the field. <laughs> like I'm kind of sick of facing the uh, the Ravens. So that'll be nice to see some of different. I'm not an AFC opponent or an I'm AFC North AFC, opponent. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. I mean, one hopefully, uh, hopefully, and Joku, and I don't know what Brian's uh, situation is, but hopefully, he can get back. And by Joku, he he means the Browns' biggest deep threat. Yes, and I'm never going to let you live that down. By the way, (laughs) oh man, that's not saying much either. I mean, I don't know if that's a compliment or what. I I feel like that's not a compliment. Yeah. But let's uh, let's just hope the Raiders uh, coaching staff did not watch this game or the last few games and uh, do not load the box. Positive thoughts. I honestly, I, the Raiders have a couple good D linemen, but I couldn't tell you yeah. anyone in their secondary. Yeah, just like just Baltimore's thing. I mean, <laughs> if if Josh Jacobs though, if he, I know, I think he was hurt today too. I mean, they might be without him and Darren Waller next week. Yeah. So once again, yeah. never blame injuries on why the Browns are playing poor because nope. injuries happen Everybody, to all thirty-two NFL every teams. Every single game. Yep. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun matchup next week, and it's a it's a must win. Every game is a must win, obviously, right now. And uh, yes, here we're at. If the Browns want a chance at the playoffs, they have to finish three and one. It's a simple. They, no, my bad. They have to finish at least three and one. At least three and yes. one might not even be good enough. 4-0 might not even be good enough. Honestly, if Baltimore and those teams went out, 4-0 might yeah. not even be good enough. Yeah. So, 3-1. 3-1 looks oh, – they're actually putting the uh, standings up now. But, yeah, 3-1 and one 
puts you in the best, probably in in a good, really good position. But uh, yeah, it's it's got to be three or one or or better. But and they and as we've been talking about the past uh, podcast here, they they have that possibility and they can do it. They, they have the talent, they have the team to do it. And they just got to do it and get keep improving. Yeah, so Joe. Any final thoughts following the Browns beating the Ravens today? Which I don't care how ugly it is, it's always good to beat the Ravens. It really is, yeah. I I I, I said it before the game, I had no expectations and I'm happy that they won. That's all I can say. It wasn't it wasn't pretty, um, especially on offense. Um, I still have my still a little scared of this passing game and what if they can actually get it done for them, but all they all they did all they did is win so that's all that matters and uh, we move on to Vegas next week yeah I mean I I feel like as a Browns fan you should never have expectations just enjoy the ride I mean I guess that goes yeah. for all sports too because right. expectations like if they, they meet if the if your favorite team root meets them you're satisfied but if they don't meet them you're mad so what's the point of having expectations? Just enjoy it. <laughs> That's a good point. Wait, who, yeah. <laughs> in Paul Dolan's famous words. <laughs> Are you the spokesman for Paul Dolan? Don't have expectations for us. <laughs> no, not enjoy him. Enjoy it. <laughs> Man, Bodie, I hope Bodie's not listening because that's two digs. That's two digs on the Guardians in this podcast. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> Like I've said multiple times, we're under seven and six. They play the Raiders next week, Saturday at four thirty. We'll be with you Saturday night, probably like eight. Oh no, Joe, you're you're going to the game, are you? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's probably like nine ish when all said done. Saturday yeah. nine ish, and then Christmas Day. I mean, Browns. The ball is in their court if they take care of business. We'll see when we do that podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That could be a, oh, no, I'm busy. That would be, that podcast. Would, it might be a post-Christmas podcast. Yeah, exactly. Well, we could do it on Saturday, on Sunday, because that's a Saturday yeah, game. Right, yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah. Brown Circuit business today beating the Ravens 24-22. It was ugly in the second half, but they did enough in the first half to still yep. come away with the win, no matter how ugly it was. So we'll yep. be with you guys next Saturday night, probably like 9 o'clock-ish, I'd say. Yeah. And as always, go Browns. Go Cavs. And because I hate on the Guardians so much, go Guardians. Yes. Thanks for fixing the sign. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 